I'm going to set in the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history, Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, hosted by Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. And I am tired as fuck. I bet. I am too. Yeah. I, I woke up. I watched the pay-per-view, man. I did. Oh. Yeah? I did. And? Uh, you know, it was okay. Um... Oh. The, uh, the, I mean, obviously the Elimination Chamber matches were solid. We'll go over the results of that and everything. Um, a lot of what I predict to be matches that are being set up for WrestleMania happened uh, yeah. on the pay-per-view. Um, the main event was Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax. Uh, yeah. All due respect to Nia Jax. No. No, not really, not really main event material. Uh, there was one moment. There was, there was one moment where I think she got a little bit too aggressive at the beginning of the match, and I think I saw one of uh, Rhea Ripley's uh, gauge piercings pop out of her head. Something rolled around and bounced in the ground. And I'm just like, I think that's probably one of her gauges. I don't know, maybe, but it's um, all it is. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I, I get why she was the main event. Obviously, it was in Australia. She's from Australia. You know, makes sense. Right. Um, I just, it would probably been nicer if it wasn't Nia Jax, just because, I don't know, she's not a horrible wrestler, but she's just a horrible wrestler. <laughs> uh, how you doing, man? You good? I'm good. Tired. Uh, long week, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've never been a big fan of Nia Jax, so... I think she's dangerous in the ring. Obviously, we saw that back when she had her little spots with Becky. And I guess maybe she kind of did put Becky on the map, but... Eh. Well, you know, they they made a positive of a negative situation. Uh, there, I mean, obviously, you know, there's been a lot of instances that she has hurt people. Um, I think it's just from the fact that she's just, you know, a bigger person and you know, you're not going to be able to move around like certain people, you know, and <laughs> honestly, that's why you look at people like, and like, I don't know, Andre the Giant, uh, Greg Kali, Giant Gonzalez, who, you know, they're not doing these big-ass fucking moves, you know, and, you know, when you look at the women's division, you can compare Nia Jackson to women's division to, like, Andre the Giant and shit, even the big show, you know, he didn't. He wasn't doing the aggressive shit. I mean, the, her moveset is very similar to fucking uh, Paul White's, but, you know, he wasn't doing the shit that, he, you know, she was doing, you know, but. Oh, Lord, I can't wait to watch. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to run through Elimination Chamber. I think that's pretty much what this show is going to be about. Uh, so for those of you who did watch it, you can listen to kind of our recaps. If you haven't watched it yet, then uh, I'm going to spoil the whole fucking thing for you. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, deal with it. I don't care. 
Um, I woke up, I watched it, I earned this shit. Uh, Before we dive into anything, though, I'll remind you guys that this episode is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all comic needs, whether it be gridded or raw. Carter Comics has got them all. All you got to do is go to CarterComics.com, fill your card up with all their amazing products, whether it be graded comics, raw comics, whatever you're looking for. If you use discount code FREAKNET, you'll save 10%. F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, you'll save 10% in your entire order. If you buy more than one product, so two or more, you save an additional 10% because they are doing a multi-purchase discount as of right now. On top of that, free shipping. And those apply not only on their website, but also on their eBay account, too. And the link to eBay can be found on their homepage. So head over to CarterComics.com if you're a big fan of comics and looking to build a collection, start a collection, maybe even completing one. CarterComics.com is the one place you need to shop. Okay. Um, Just a quick right out the gate. Uh, Me and Pac-Man tied. So um, there's that. The wind goes to the house, though, right? <laughs> well, because we have multiple people, the ties are accepted. Typically, yes, if somebody tied with me, I'd win. Uh, but, uh, you know, trying not to be that guy anymore. Uh, but the Kabuki Warriors did pick up the win over Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. That match I did not see because I didn't see the kickoff show. I only saw the main show, and that was the pre-show match. Um. In the women's uh, elimination chamber, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, uh, Naomi, Raquel Gonzalez, Sidney Stratton, Becky Lynch. Uh, Becky Lynch picked up the victory, uh, pinning. No, who was it? <laughs> Bianca uh, to finish it off. Really? No, nope, that's a lie. She pinned Liv Morgan to finish it off. I was yeah. like, man, I, I can't see Bianca taking that loss. Bianca got a quick roll-up pin. Uh, Liv Morgan rolled her up for a pin. So it was a very quick finish. It was uh, Liv Morgan rolled Bianca up, got the three count. She stood up, got a uh, manhandle slammed to rock bottom, depending on what year you live in in professional wrestling, uh, and picked up the victory on that, which I was surprised when uh, Nubby went with Stratton and you went with Naomi, thinking it wasn't going to be Becky Lynch at WrestleMania against Rhea Ripley. I, I just thought with Naomi coming back that they may have given her a spot at WrestleMania and Lynch had been there before. And I think, I mean, I'd rather, I'd kind of rather see a match between Naomi and Rhea than Lynch and Rhea. And Rhea. I think it'd be a better match. Yeah, but I don't know if Becky and Rhea ever really faced each other. Because usually when Rhea's at WrestleMania, it's usually against, like, Charlotte. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. Maybe I'm just sick of the man. Oh, yeah. That's because you're an idiot. Yeah, she's a vegan anyway. She's 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 the guy, man. She's the man for a reason, you know. She's the top. Her Rhea Ripley. Because that's the like top. Maybe. I mean, hell, you know, you know, let him live his best life. He's champion. For, for now. Would you turn down pegging if it means you're a world champion? Yeah. All right. See, clearly that's a that's a that's a no. You're not going to turn it down. <laughs> Judge and be judged, bro. Fuck. Oh hey, that's a podcast are all about, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the women's uh, limited chamber was pretty solid, though. Um, uh, I think they did great. They kicked off the show, and I think that was a good choice um, because they really. 
it, it was a really exciting uh, elimination chamber. Um, I love the fact that they kept that. I know a lot of matches come and go. Uh, the Pajavi prison, I'm glad it's a thing that will hopefully never fucking happen again. Even, <laughs> even if they have, uh, live shows and, or was it, uh, premium live events. Right. Even if they do them in India, I hope to God they don't bring them back because it's just the stupidest concept in the world. Um, but it's interesting now when you look at the Elimination Chamber, how it's now, which I think they, I think the Elimination Chamber is the same structure over the last few years, but how much has changed from the original Elimination oh, Chamber? Yeah. You know, with the grates on the outside, now it's padding. Um, but it, Dude, it was fantastic. Uh, Tiffany Stratton actually did an amazing job, uh, not knowing much about her, uh, other than like a few times seeing her in NXT and stuff like that. I didn't expect much from her, especially when you look at her, um, uh, gimmick. You don't think that she could pull off what she could pull off, but I also didn't know, and I think they, I, what they said on, uh, the show was she's like a former, like, uh, U.S. gymnast or some shit. Wow. So, uh, she jumped off the top of the, uh, chamber or the top of one of the pods, uh, uh, awesome, uh, senton. Um, so she really showed up and I thought it was incredible. If anything, like, there was moments where I was like, wow, she could actually win this and she could go on to WrestleMania, but I think she's a little bit too new into the main roster to give her that spot. I think, uh, I think she was one of the, uh, NXT all-stars, if you may that they were really looking for her to come up. I had been reading about her. I hadn't watched much about her, but I had heard about her, had heard some rumblings, I guess you could say. Mm. But she did a pretty good job at the rumble. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Naomi did not uh, show me anything that made me think that she was going to win that match. There wasn't, like, any moment where I thought, like, wow, she could actually do it. Liv Morgan, there were some times where Kevin Gonzalez, not really either. I mean, obviously, she was just a powerhouse in the chamber. So, I mean, she, you know, did a good job and everything. But once the ending happened, once uh, once it was just Bianca, Becky, and uh, Liv left at the end, it was like, okay, it's, it's going to end up being Becky. I don't see them doing Bianca versus Rhea Ripley. Um, But, you know. I know they're doing two nights. There's probably like what seven matches each night, probably or something like that. So I'm sure Bianca will be, you know, somewhere. She, yeah, she she may be in WrestleMania somewhere, or she might not. You know, you know, there's there's not a spot for everybody. You know, the way the card is so saturated with you know top tier talent and everything, not everyone's gonna have a spot. So. Uh, Judgment Day retained their tag team titles against, uh, the New Catch Republic. Uh, I did not see, I, I mean, I picked Judgment Day because it seemed logical, but there were, I thought that, uh, uh, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bates were going to win. Uh, there was, again, a moment where you thought that they were actually going to win, I think, which I don't know if you're going to go back and watch this review. I know you didn't get a chance to watch, uh, no, I will. Watch it all. Okay. Um, watch, uh, watch Finn Balor at the end of the match and let me know if his thumb is really broken or not. Cause he either sold that shit really fucking well or he fucked his hand up while he was wrestling. Um, 
it it wasn't it wasn't a bad tag match. It was a pretty cool tag match. I'm glad that they did it. Uh, I know they explained the whole New Catch Republic name, which I know a lot of people thought was kind of dorky or weird at the hell they're doing it. But uh, I get that from all the you know the brawling styles and stuff from uh, from England that they're trying to like play off of and. Um, I like it. I, I think I like this more than the uh, brawling brutes. Yeah, they they're pretty much done, though, right? The brawling brutes. Yeah, because they sent what Ridge Holland back to NXT. Yeah, and who knows who Sheamus is released? Who? I thought I heard Sheamus got released. Ah, uh, I didn't hear anything about that. I mean, it's possible. Maybe. I mean. Dude's been around for, you know, 15, 16 years. Maybe he's just done. Until he shows up as Shamu in AEW. Yeah. He comes back with a mohawk and a braided beard again like he did last (laughs) time. Uh, They had the way on the, the, what the fuck is that dude's name? The Waller, Grayson Waller effect. They uh yeah. they, they had the interview thing with Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes, which was pointless. Um, I know on Friday, uh, which by the way, they definitely fucked up Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you, I don't know if you had a chance to watch any of that, but uh, you could clearly tell it was pre-recorded. Uh, there there was a a. Uh, a vignette or a backstage uh, scene where uh, Kevin Owens came up to Grayson Waller, uh, Austin Theory, and Logan Paul. And was telling them about, like, you know, he's hoping that, you know, he does bring the brass knucks to Australia and he gets kicked out of the country or they catch him before he gets on the plane and can't even make it and blah, 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 which is all well and good if they didn't do the press conference in Australia Thursday night with Logan Paul and Kevin Owens there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, uh, obviously it was pre-recorded. They never, they never once mentioned SmackDown Live. They just got gone at Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, but I get it because it's in Australia and time zones are garbage. And that's why, you know, it was, you know, in order to watch it, you then be up at four in the morning in the Midwest or fucking midnight in Hawaii. Whatever. I hope to God they never do that shit again. Oh, they will. Yeah. It, I, I think now you're going to see more, and they even said before, you're going to see more worldwide stuff. I wouldn't even doubt that at one point in time we get WrestleMania in the UK. Well, I know they talked about that at the press conference. I know Waller was uh, mentioning how uh, like John Cena was saying that WrestleMania he comes to England. Well, last time they're in England, and yeah. Waller says they need to come to Australia. So, yeah, I I, I won't put that. I think they did WrestleMania in Canada one year, didn't they? Oh shit, I'm not even sure. I don't. Not that I can ever remember. Gotcha. But I don't. I did. see a bunch of rednecks going up to Canada to go see WrestleMania. Yeah, I know they did Survivor Series. Uh, I believe that was in '97. Something happened. I don't remember. Uh, Pac-Man could explain to me uh, if something happened, but well, someone probably drank a beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> fucking goofy, fucking troll-looking motherfucker. Um, I am Superhuman. <laughs> uh. 
So Cody Rhodes called out the the Rock, challenged Rock, tell him like, "Hey, I'm already facing Roman at WrestleMania, but until then, my dance card's wide open." So he made a challenge to the Rock. I don't see it happening off of a premium live event. If they do, hey, great. Maybe they're trying to look for some kind of viewership on a Raw or SmackDown or whatever the hell they're going to do. But I just don't see Rock versus Cody happening at a non-premium live event. Right. What's your What's your thoughts uh, with the Rock and Bloodline? I know a lot of people are speculating that he's just like um, – like a double agent kind of thing. Like he's going to screw Roman over at WrestleMania. What's your thoughts on all that? I, I think that's what's going to happen. But I also think, and I, I heard you guys talk about it on the uh, regular JFW show. Well, 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 this is, this like is all. This, whoa, 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 whoa. This is all JFW. And I get that Steve is a little bit confused by it. I don't know how. So hopefully this kind of explains a little bit. When I do the show with Nubby and Pac-Man, and we talk about independent wrestling, I throw a little, a little bitty eye in the JFW logo, right there, the JFIW logo, JFIW, little eye though, because for those of you who are baseball fans. You have the Major League Baseball logo, but then you have the M-I-L-B. Big M, little I, big L, big B for the um, for the minor leagues. So that's what I did. It's not the J-F-I-W. It's just J-F-W just has a little bit of fucking I in it. <laughs> so, no, it's not the regular show. It's not the original. If anything, this. Oh, I didn't call it the original. What we're doing here. What'd you call it? You said the normal show, the regular That's show? What the fuck you call it? The regular show. Yeah, this is dumb. the premium live event dumb. show. Don't fucking nubby this shit up on me, dude. <laughs> fucking going in for business for yourself just because you want to say some stupid shit? No. 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 I try to save my anger for fucking Monday. Don't do shit. I am too <laughs> tired right now to put up with stupid shit like, well, when I listen to the regular show, you're on the fucking show, bro. <laughs> yeah, when I listen damn. to the weekly show... The indie show. It's the indie, indie show. show. The indie show. Indie show. Yes. Or you could have just said, you know, when I listen to the show that you do with, uh, with Nubby and Pac-Man, no, you had to try calling it the regular show. Like, this is the fucking B team over here? What the fuck is wrong uh, with you? Whoa, 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 whoa. This is the PLE team. There's no B team. Anyways, what, what did we talk about over on the indie show? <laughs> So you guys, you guys think that the whole Rock and Cody, Rock and Roman thing is a pivot? But yeah. they had to, no. I I believe WWE swerved everybody right from the get go because I think they were trying to create another us or what was the what was the Daniel Bryan thing? The Yes Movement. The yes Movement. Yeah, but that was also a pivot. Yeah, but this was a made. Okay, so so. So where so where what happened with Daniel Bryan was a shoot. You think this was like a work shoot? They made it seem oh, real, is, but wasn't. This is totally a work shoot. Where do you think all those papers came from? They were handing the "We Want Cody" stuff out at the shows. That yeah. was printed by WWE to hand out. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people do that shit. They also do the uh, 
the the Chase University section. You think you think a hundred different fucking random people are coming out with fucking Chase U fucking papers or yeets and shit? Nah, they fucking like, hey, you want to support Cody? Here you go. But they didn't do it right off the bat. It happened after all this shit went down. Nah, dude, it, this was something where they're trying to capitalize on the fact that like, hey, we could get another Cody Seth match and people will love it, and we can finally get the Rock Roman match. And the thing, because here's the thing. I believe wholeheartedly that this could have been a worse shoot if they emphasized anything about Cody being able to finish the story with Roman Reigns. But the fact is they never really did that. They had Seth come out on Raw and explain to Cody how this title is the title. It's the Dusty Rhodes title. Like, this is the title you want to fight for. And then Roman, not saying anything other than, yeah, go fight him. Whatever, because I beat you. Shit like that. Then The Rock came on the press conference, you know, because then they started challenging each other. The fact that the moment came and they started doing all this shit, yes, I think it was a huge fucking pivot. I think in the back, <clears throat> I think in the back, when Cody came out, because if you realize it too, Cody didn't come out with his music playing. Like he just came out in the press conference. And I'm sure somebody in the back said, Listen, we're going to have to go in their fucking direction. Go out there. They're professionals out there. They'll get along and everything. Yeah. Cody, just go out there, challenge Roman. We'll figure it out then. Um, I think maybe the slap in the face was maybe planned some way. Like maybe that's just how it was, you know, to go about it. Um, but no, I, I think they, I think they literally called it on the fly and said, no, a lot of people are going to fucking hate this. We're going to get a Daniel Bryan situation all over again. Let's give the people what they want. Fucking Vince ain't here shitting on everything, pun intended. <laughs> um, like, let's let's give the fans truly what they want. They want to see yeah. Cody and Roman. Let's do fucking Cody and Roman. You know, and I know a lot of people are speculating, like maybe like a a tag match happening on the main yeah, on, the, on night one. I don't believe that's gonna happen because I don't believe they're gonna have both heavyweight championship matches on night two. And you're not going to have Seth wrestle two matches on night one. Um, I don't see them facing each other before WrestleMania because there is no other premium live events happening before WrestleMania. So maybe the next one, I'm guessing Cody will face The Rock and he'll probably be for the title after he wins it at WrestleMania. And then he'll retain it because he's not going to drop it to The Rock. If they drop it to The Rock, then fucking Vince has been here the whole fucking time. <laughs> but to go back to your previous question, I, I do believe that Rock is going to screw Roman. I don't think he is. I don't, I don't, I know a lot of people are thinking like, oh, it's good. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for him to screw Roman out of the title. Yeah, it doesn't mean he's not the tribal chief anymore. He doesn't need the title to be tribal chief. Yeah, but the Rock's not going to screw him out of that title. No, they're not going to, no, they're not. They're not. There's no secret in like, oh, he put up an L instead of a 1. Well, maybe his finger's fucked up. You guys ever think about that? If he's out there, first off, wrong fucking hand, too, because I'm pretty sure they have to, I don't fucking know how it works. It's whatever. People are like, oh, look at this. (laughs) Whatever. But then, no, I'm pretty sure he just put his hand up differently because he's the fucking rock. Maybe he can't fucking bend his thumb. I don't know. Never shook the dude's hand. I don't see him holding a cup of coffee or how his fucking hands are fucking working. Who the fuck knows? And like, oh, he was pointing at Roman when he said you're going to lose the title. No, he wasn't. He was pointing off to the fucking corner. Like, like people, these are the same fucking people, people that believe like the Holocaust didn't exist and the fucking Titanic, the Titanic really didn't go down, a different fucking boat went down. But I believe in the fucking UFOs and shit like that, you know? Yeah, no, these, these goofy motherfuckers that want to find some kind of weird conspiracy theory. No. 
They're going to fucking WrestleMania. Cody's going to go over on fucking Roman cleanly. Rock's not going to be involved in it in any fucking way. You think the match is going to be clean? I think Cody's going to have a clean win over Roman. I don't think Roman will be clean throughout it. I think Roman will still have, like, the bloodline out there doing shit. But I think Cody's going to beat him cleanly. There's not going to be any rock bottoms from Roman and Cody taking the pin and win. Like, no, in order for him to finish the story and for it to mean something, he has to beat Roman on his own. He can't pin, he can't pin Roman after a fucking rock bottom. It makes sense. Of course it makes sense. I said it. God damn, it's like Mondays all over again. <laughs> speaking speaking of the other guys, uh, if you guys haven't had a chance to check it out, because uh, you know maybe you don't you know check out our uh, our merchandise uh, site as much as you should. I haven't posted it yet, but uh, there is a Nubby Pac Man 2024 shirt out now available on tpublic.com. More importantly. Well, there is definitely a trans hundred percent, yeah, yeah, and um, both are available. Go ahead over go t public t e e p u b l i c dot com. Search JFW podcast or Freaknet Studios. It'll pop up. You know, buy the Travis T Dizzle J twenty twenty four shirt or buy the uh, Nubby Pac Man twenty twenty four shirt. Either one. Show your support. Let me know which side you choose. Don't be stupid to the other side, though, but, you know, it's fine. <clears throat> Nothing against them. I love them to death. They're great fucking people, but let's face it, uh to Nubby, everything's about me anyway, so why not fucking buy a shirt with my name on it? Hey. Yeah, because I'm a selfish fuck or whatever the whatever hell he said. I, I'm not getting involved. You guys finally buried the yeah, yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not getting involved in that stuff again. We're not. No, we're not. Do you feel I should have gave him a rematch for the High Voltage title? You already gave him one rematch before. Yeah, yeah. He feels I should give him another rematch again. So wouldn't, that be a little, guy, wouldn't that be a little too nepotism-y? The last guy you made go right back to the bottom of the line, right? Right, uh, yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's like, I can't... I, you can start in the middle of the line? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's fair for me to, you know, I, I can't treat Nubby any different than anyone else. I can't do that because then all of a sudden I'll get in trouble by my bosses and... They'll start pulling nepotisms and blah, 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 blah. You know, I gave him a shot. He won. He was he was champion for a minute. You know, it's like, come on now. You know, there's only been three high-voltage champions, and he's one of them. That should be – that should mean something. Right. He just feels like he should have got another title rematch and stuff, and uh, we can agree to disagree. But, no, we're cool now. I'm not going to dive into this again because yeah. the last time you and I talked about him, he threw a fit and called me an asshole. So, yeah. I mean – I heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you listen to the indie show. Yeah, when I listen to the indie yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> um, Drew McIntyre did pick up the win in the uh, men's elimination chamber. Uh, How was that? Dude. <sighs> clusterfucky? Really? Good. Good. But clusterfucky. Um... You had uh, yeah. There was one point where Bobby Lashley threw Kevin Owens through one of the pods, and it looked like he got stuck underneath them because the plexiglass doesn't shatter; it just pops out yeah. of place because they're using like bulletproof glass, or whatever. 
So it doesn't like break apart. It just kind of pops out of place. So when he threw Kevin through one, it looks like he kind of got stuck underneath the plexiglass a little bit. But then he speared uh, Logan Paul through the, other, through the other one, which, you know, we can say what we want about Logan Paul. Yeah, he's a piece of garbage, but great fucking wrestler. Oh, yeah. And he's a piece of garbage for a very good reason. It's because he's supposed to be a piece of garbage. Right. Um, I, I know people, he's using brass knuckles. I'm like, he's a fucking heel. Yeah. I mean, no, we bitch about William Regal doing it when he was an Intercontinental Champion back in the fucking early 2000s. I mean, what the fuck? What's, what's different about it? Players use them, Rick Rude. Yeah. Yeah, it's... He he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, and that's getting heat on him, which he does a great job at it. He did great at the press conference. He does great when he's on SmackDown doing it and everything. Um, I'm fine with what he's doing. Uh, <clears throat> so eventually, Lashley was eliminated. Uh, while they were getting him out of the ring, AJ Styles came in, attacked LA Knight. LA Knight got eliminated due to the attack by uh, AJ Styles. Uh, Send up came, match WrestleMania. Seems like it, yeah. Uh, then it came down to Logan Paul, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre eventually. Logan Paul put the brass knucks on. You know, looking at the camera, which, dude, this was probably the best camera spot of the entire fucking show. As you just had the camera looking right at Logan Paul, putting the uh, knucks on, kissing him, doing this fucking fist bump thing, and out of nowhere, Randy Orton fucking RKO's him and pins him. <laughs> It is the best fucking camera spot of the entire fucking pay-per-view. Um, Randy Orton, RKO's, Drew McIntyre, you think Randy Orton's going to win. Logan Paul, before he leaves, hits uh, Orton in the face with brass knucks. Drew McIntyre picks up the victory. So I think just for based on that, we're going to see LA Knight and AJ Styles at WrestleMania. I think we're also going to see Randy Orton and uh, Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Um, I know a lot of people are looking forward to like a Kevin Owens-Logan Paul rematch at WrestleMania by think this sets up Randy Orton versus Logan Paul. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd rather see uh, Orton and Paul anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, main event ended up being, again, Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax. The match was okay. It wasn't that great. Uh, Rhea can sell as good as anybody else. Um, everything she went through uh, was, uh, there was... There was a point where Nia was... Uh, what the? Did she do the Simone drop? She did a Simone drop. I think she did a Simone drop on the announcer's table. It didn't break. She stood on one of the uh, the commentators' chairs and just jumped onto the table to break it. Finally, <laughs> uh, so that was that. That looked like that was kind of like, well, that didn't go to plan, but whatever. Um, there there were a couple of spots that were just kind of like, uh, okay, but. I think at the end of the day, it was a solid match. Rhea did get the victory and everything. She was able to uh, retain her title and have that victory at uh, in Australia. Didn't see Buddy Murphy in the uh, crowd, though. Was kind of hoping to see some Buddy Matthew action out there. But, you know, I got to see the rest well, of her family. I think she had like a dozen family members out there watching her or some shit. He's still signed with AEW, too, so. I don't give a fuck. They got, they got their show coming up soon. Uh, I think. Say that again. I think Revolution. Oh, their next pay per view. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I think it's next weekend, isn't it? I think so. Okay, so we're going to talk again next weekend? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Now that we're on track and we didn't lose track. <laughs> yeah, well, just as long as this fucking uh, pay-per-view isn't at four in the morning again. Stupid, it got so fucking dumb. No, but we are looking at Sting's last match. Um, I'm not even sure about the whole card right now. Things last match, sure. I don't know. If it is, I, big deal. Big, big deal. deal. Big fucking deal. So tag match, right? Him and uh, yeah. Darby versus the Bucks. That big fucking deal. The EVPs. Yeah. Um, so as it looks right now, based on everything that happened over the course of the last week, uh, I, I don't know. Did you check out Raw? I did watch Raw. So, you know, obviously Jimmy Kosh, J.D. are kind of title. Yeah. So, as it looks right now, from what I can see, at least WrestleMania-wise, we're obviously looking at Cody versus Reigns, Rhea versus Becky, Bailey versus EO, Rollins versus McIntyre, L.A. Knight versus A.J. Styles, Randy Orton versus Logan Paul, and then Jimmy versus Jay. At least those are what, uh, the top four are the definites. Those are the championship matches that are definitely happening at WrestleMania. Um... The other three, I'm assuming, are going to be scheduled and built and set up uh, going forward. Uh, one question I have for you, and I know that we have a great track record of talking about women's wrestling on here um, in a respectful and equal type way. Um, look at the landscape of WWE right now. Okay. Rhea Ripley, Becky Lynch, Bailey. Um, I guess you can include EO Sky, Charlotte Flair. Um, is this the best women's division that they had? Ooh. In my in my opinion, and I'll say this in case you feel like you're uncomfortable with saying it before you know I say anything because whatever I say can't be you know. Worse, uh, I believe that Rhea Ripley is more popular than China ever was. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking as a whole. So if you go back, then you're you're really looking at China, um, Lita, Jacqueline. Have you had Jacqueline? Jacqueline, Molly Holly, Molly Holly, Ivory. Ivory. Jazz? There's more than just three fucking wrestlers back there. Yeah, but yeah. how many of them made an event in WrestleMania? None. None of them. So I, I think I think you are probably looking at the best women's division yeah. WWE ever had. Right. And I don't I don't think that's the fault of uh and you can agree with me. That's fine. Um I don't believe that's the fault of the women back then. I just don't think the opportunities were there back then as they were now. I think that's why when they started doing the women's Royal Rumbles, they brought all these uh veterans back to be part right. of that. Uh Tori Wilson, Michelle McCool, uh Stacey Keebler, Lita, Trish Stratus, Jacqueline, Molly Holly, Ivory, and all them, you know, uh, obviously, China, rest in peace, uh, I think, I think she was gone before the Royal Rumble ever became a women's thing, yeah. but she, she was in, she was in, I think, what, two Royal Rumbles herself, so. Yeah, she got uh, to do it. 
Yeah, I just it, it's just one of the things where like I know it's an unpopular opinion, and I'm sure people could disagree with me if you want, but I do believe that 2024 Rhea Ripley is more popular and more over than 1997, 99, 2000 fucking China. Well, I mean, realize too when when we first started hanging out. And it was smoke time. What matches did we go smoking? Well, yeah, it's because they weren't doing bra and panty matches on fucking pay per views. Those are on cable. But but now you don't want to smoke during any time of the show. No. You you hope that they do some stupid segment somewhere so you can run yeah. off and go smoke. Yeah, tag matches are my smoke breaks now. Oh, damn. Oh, it's so sad what happened to the tag division. Well, dude, they you know they they have a decent tag division. They just they need to split the fucking tag titles again. They need to have one on Raw, one on SmackDown, and fucking just let tag teams fucking be tag. There's so many factions in fucking WWE right now, which I love factions. Don't get me wrong, I absolutely love the fact that factions exist, but there are way too many of them. They're, it's yeah. just it's just a fact, and you only have like what three teams going for these tag team titles at a time, and then once one tag team does, they just fucking go away, and then another tag team comes in, like, who knows when the fucking, um, what the hell are they called, the, uh... The Viking rematch? No, the Catch Republic, the new Catch Republic, whatever. Who knows when you have another rematch? Who knows when DIY is going to have a title opportunity? Uh, yeah, Viking Raiders, you know, who knows when his partner is going to come back, and they're going to have a title opportunity. Like, there's so many tag teams... That they need to fucking split it. But tag team wrestling has become so, like, backseat to fucking everything else that's going on, you know? The women's title matches, the the mid-card title matches, like the Intercontinental title. The, the U.S. title is what it is. Logan Paul has it, and he'll fucking lose it eventually. But, you know, and then the world title and the you know universal title. Like, all these titles are overshadowing the tag title, and it, it just sucks because I love tag team wrestling, but... It's just not exciting. It's that old old Vince mentality. Vince was never a big fan of the tag team division and never really pushed it too far until he was making money on the Hardys and the Dudleys and Edge Mm -hmm. and Christian. And now it just kind of tapers off, but you don't put it out there. Who's going to watch it? I agree. The tag team titles need to be split. It's stupid for those guys to hold four belts. Either split them or make them one, make them two belts. Yeah, but see, and that's the thing too. It's like, like okay, so they're they're the undisputed tag team champions. The titles <coughs> are defended on both Raw and SmackDown. When was the last time those titles were actually defended on SmackDown? I don't know. Yeah, it's either on Raw or it's at a pay per view. Like, Probably when the Usos had them. Yeah, so split them, fucking split them. Give Raw titles, give uh, SmackDown titles. Don't make them fucking red and blue. Fucking change the plate because they're stupid looking. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, no. Like, like to me, like, if it wasn't 4.30 in the 5 or 5 in the morning, whatever the fuck time that tag team match was, if it wasn't then, I probably would have went outside and had smoke during it. <laughs> but I was watching it on my phone while I was laying in bed trying not to fucking fall asleep. And they they need to get the guy whoever 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 did the the new TNA titles mm-hmm. is who they need to get to do the new tag team titles because the TNA yeah. titles are beautiful. 
Yeah, I yeah I, yeah I agree. They're they look good. They just yeah they need to they need to update them. Um, but all right, give me your opinion. What uh women's uh you know compare compare today's women to uh, yesterday's women. Talk to me about them. Give me your opinion. I think today's women are. I don't want to say better. I want to say polished. No, they're better. You can say better. <laughs> they're fucking better. They're more polished. They're more willing to go above and beyond in the extreme stuff. Um, they're more fun to watch, honestly. And, and that's yeah. hard to say because we grew up when we grew up, but they're more fun to watch. It's, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing EO and Bailey. At WrestleMania, I think that's going to be a ridiculously good match. I agree. I agree. I, I do. I do believe that uh, Dakota Kai is uh, swerving. I don't think Dakota Kai is really on her side. No, I don't think so either. No, I I really wish that they can come to an agreement. I with Sasha, which I don't believe she. I believe she's now officially signed to AEW or some shit. I don't know what the hell she's doing. Or she's in New Japan. I don't know. I, I, I hope that they can come to agreement with her because I would love to see a four horsewoman stable, and maybe they take on uh, the Kabuki Warriors and Dakota Kai. Maybe at like Survivor Series War Games or some shit. That'd be awesome. But I'm and pretty sure that Banks is uh, AEW bound. You, she wants. She wants too so much money. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, she, and he's gonna give it to her. Yeah. That's. That is the that is the same thing that happened when it came to China, is they expect you know to be paid X amount of dollars. I know what China's thing was. I want to be paid like the boys are being paid, and I'm sure Sasha's like like well I'm worth this. It's like I'm sure in some ways you are, but you yeah. also walked out on a company. So to expect that company to pay you top dollar to come back, why? Like, why would they? Especially with all the talent that they fucking have. Right. Like, outside of a four-horsewoman stable, there's no point in Sasha Banks being at WWE. There's not. They don't need her. No, they don't. No, there's... The the the, the, uh, the locker room is so saturated with talent right now, both men and women, that it's hard to get everybody on everything. Like I said, I, there's a good chance that Bianca Belair will not be at WrestleMania. There's a good chance. It's like unless she unless she teams up with somebody and goes after the tag titles, I don't see her having a match at WrestleMania. Her and Jade Cargill. There you go. Why the fuck not? Yeah, who knows if Jade Cargill's even going to be at WrestleMania? Hell, the only thing she's done so far is the Royal Rumble spot, which was incredible. Yeah, was incredible. But you know, it's just there's just you know you look at like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, they probably don't have a spot. You know, maybe Bobby Lashley has like a six man tag with the Street Profits against the Final Testament, maybe. You know, but you know, it's, there's just I don't see there being room for fucking everybody. And I don't see what they if, with the matches that we've that we've predicted, we've talked about on the show. Yeah. You're talking, you got two three hour card matches right there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how much for, do I want to watch eight hours worth of wrestling in two days? Fuck yeah, I do. But <laughs> it's in, in reality, it's you know, my kids got to go to school Monday morning. I don't want to be up until twelve o'clock at night. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, because what 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 was WrestleMania last year? Was it six or did they start at four? Why am I thinking four o'clock last year? I I think it started at four with the kickoff. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because they did like I think it was like a two hour kickoff too or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. All all I know is that as of right now, it looks like with with predicted matches being booked, they have seven. And I'm guessing they're at the end of the day they're going to end up with at least eighteen matches. I'm going to say there's going to be at least nine matches per night. And I think it's going to start being filled in. And who knows? Maybe maybe on next week when we start doing when we start predicting AEW preview, maybe there'll be more matches that are being teased between Raw and SmackDown. You know? Have they not announced anybody for the Hall of Fame yet either? No. And I was just thinking about that too. Like they haven't made one Hall of Fame announcement yet. And usually, at least by the Royal Rumble, they've made one. Yeah. Usually, there's one by the Royal Rumble. Then we get one every week until that class is finished. Yeah. Yeah. But uh I do believe uh Cole uh Michael Cole said that there are forty two days until uh WrestleMania, so I don't know what that was that put us at six weeks, give or take. Oh jeez. I got I mean that's six people, so Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see. I mean, obviously, a lot of people are expecting Bray Wyatt to be inducted. Um, I guess I, I mean, nothing against the dude. I respect the work he did and everything. Uh, maybe a little bit too soon, but yeah. I think more for his family than anything else is why they would do that. I know there was rumors that they had put him on a Legends contract or something like that. Mm-hmm. So his family could still get money, or something. Something they did something to help out the family. I think it's that, or I think they're just paying out his contract. Either way, that's yeah. It is some. They are doing something to help out their family. I do know that. I think they might just be paying out his contract to them or some shit. Um, I know a lot of people, and and here's the thing too: is like, like, I know it sucks losing people. I know people passing away is fucking horrible and everything. But does that constitute a Hall of Fame induction? Because a lot of people believe Luke Harper should be inducted. It's like, does him passing away constitute being inducted into the Hall of Fame? If you base off the work that they've done, and what, what I guess what they could have done, but Bray Wyatt was also a champion. He, I mean, he was a champion. Yeah. He had a memorable run. He was popular. Yeah. Christian is a champion. You don't think Christian's going to go in the Hall of Fame one day? I think he will, but he's not. He hasn't yet. He wasn't when he retired, and he was retired for a few years. He never got the call for that. Just because you're a champion doesn't mean you're going to the Hall of Fame. There are fucking there's guys. There's a bunch of guys who've been champion and been in the Hall of Fame yet. But don't don't file a lawsuit against the WWE, and he won't be. In- yeah, yeah. There's that too. Yeah. <laughs> now that yeah. Vince is gone, I think we'll see a lot more diversity. Ha- like maybe you will see Doom go into the Hall of Fame. What about Dave Arquette? He's a former champion. Why isn't he in the Hall? Why isn't ICP in the Hall of Fame? Why? Why not? 
I, I you put Ozzy Osbourne in there. He played a he played a couple shows. ICP actually got in the ring and fought. Former or president, for, former president Donald Trump's in there. Former president Donald, I mean the Trumpster. God, he's in there. Kid Rock's in there. Yeah, how's uh, how's uh, Lenny Megadeth not in there? Motorhead. Motorhead. Yeah, my bad. Same shit. It it is not. Same damn thing. Just a little less fucking gargling. Motorhead. Yeah, Motorhead should be in there. I definitely. Yeah, but it's like I mean, like again, I don't. I'm not taking anything against and taking anything away from Luke Harper or. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Oh, no, not Bray Wyatt. What's, what's Harper's name in AEW? Brody. Brody, Brody. Lee. Yeah. Brody Lee. I mean, not taking anything away from everything, but when you, like I said, like you look at certain guys who aren't in there, and what did Harper do more than him? Look at Pillman. I don't think Pillman's in the Hall of Fame, right? I don't believe so. Yeah. Why wouldn't Brian Pillman be in there? He was a former tag champion, I believe the United States champion in ACW. Came over here and did some cool shit with uh, the Hart Foundation before he passed away. He didn't get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Bam Bam Bigelow's still not in the Hall of Fame. I thought Bam Bam, I thought they, did he? I thought they put him in on, uh, uh, what's it called? Sorry. The legacy bullshit? The legacy bullshit. That, that, no, that doesn't count. That, that's stupid shit. I hate the fact that that's a thing. Yeah, that, that, that pisses me off because to me, Bam, dude, Bam Bam is fucking awesome. Yeah, dude, I mean, when you give somebody like, oh, we're giving you the legacy, uh, induction, like, that's a participation award. It's like, it's like you got that because you fucking showed up. That's what they give the fucking crane eater in fucking left field just because he fucking participated. Like, no. Fuck no. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. If you can't swing the bat or throw a ball, you don't get a fucking trophy. That's not how fucking life's supposed to work. Uh, let me take a look here real quick. Um, World Wrestling Federation. He won a Slammy Award for Best Head by Mean Gene Oakland. That's the only thing he did in that he... But he was a hardcore champion, two-time tag champion, WCW. Uh, he was a heavyweight champion, ECW, television champion, ECW. He held titles in Continental Wrestling Association, AWA, NWA, IWGP. Uh, WCWA, WSWF, uh, Wrestling Association R. Yeah, dude, he was Rookie of the Year in 1986. It, dude, it's, it's things like that. It's like, fucking, uh, Bruiser Brody. He got one of those legacy fucking inductions. He didn't have a true induction. That, that, that's the shit that I don't understand. So he said, I'm not taking away anything from, from Harper or from Bray Wyatt in any way, but, like, once you start just inducting people just because they unfortunately pass away, you have to look at other people who aren't in there. And right. it's just, some of the shit just doesn't make sense sometimes. I, I think, I think also that they, well, did they work for WWE? No, that's, don't do that shit. Yeah. Bring, bring the guys who were kicking ass over in WCW but never came over. Or yeah. ECW guys. Or yeah. old NWA or WCCW or Mid Atlantic, whatever, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But make it a true wrestling Hall of Fame, not just a WWE Hall of yeah. Fame. 
Scott Norton. Scott Norton, why is not he, how come he's not in the Hall of Fame? Huge uh, over in Japan. Huh? We really we really should make a JFW fucking Hall of Fame. Even though it wouldn't mean anything, it's just something, you know? Right. We should do that. We should make a we should make a JFW Hall of Fame and we'll have it for like the the like televised, like worldwide, well known fucking dudes, but also independent wise too. I think we should. I think a hundred percent we should. That'd be dope. Yeah. I was yeah. I was hoping that with WWE doing the was the hidden treasure show or something. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen this that they would actually build a physical Hall of Fame. But there's no plan to do that. I know they're planning on building some kind of museum at one point, but everything's yeah, it's just sitting in a warehouse somewhere. Yeah, they're they're turning it into a mobile museum that they're bringing to them with PLEs and everything. Yeah, what the fuck is that uh, thing in Saudi Arabia, that WWE experience thing? Yeah, why didn't we get that first? Well, it's because our government doesn't have a shit ton of fucking gold and jewels laying around. Yeah. Yeah. Sure we don't. Yeah. National treasure's not real, bro. Stop it. <laughs> uh, any questions from uh, Elimination Chamber? I know you're going to watch it. Uh, I apologize slightly for spoiling it, but I really don't care. It's on you. I uh, you go fucking watch <laughs> it yourself. But No, I'm, like I uh, said, I'll, I'll watch it later on and then... Uh... If I have any comments, I'll make them in, in our little group chat. Yeah, yeah. Or we can recap it next week, too, when we do the prediction for yeah, AEW. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we, we are still plugging along to WrestleMania. We'll see what Hall of Fame um, Hall of Famers are announced, uh, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks. And uh, I'm eager to see what they do with this Cody Rock thing. And if something actually does happen before WrestleMania, I just don't think it will. It, it's going to be an interesting few weeks. <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, I was on the LIM podcast that's coming out. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was something. <laughs> you sound thrilled. I mean, it, it, I mean, I don't know. Fucking, I'm not gonna get my time back for it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it was entertaining to be a part of it. They uh. They do do a lot of goofy shit over there, which is entertaining to see and everything. And I was only in the, uh, I guess, the opener. I think it was like an opening thing. Uh, I wasn't part of the entire show. So, because I have a life. Um, <laughs> but, um, but that's coming out, I think, today or tomorrow morning or something. I can't, I don't know. That's not, it's not my show. I don't give a fuck. I was like, I was gonna say, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that I've never listened to it, but I've never listened to it. It's not part, it's not, it's not part of Freaknet Studios. Yes. What is part of Freaknet Studios though is the Power Hour, uh, which is released on Tuesday nights, and they just did a uh, interview uh, this past week with a Nate Grimm, who I don't know anything about, but listening to the. Uh, interview he did with him. I definitely want to learn more about him. So it sounds like a solid fucking dude, and he had some very interesting stories uh, over in China now, which apparently they got wrestling in China. I don't know. I thought it was just a Japan thing. No, it, it's relatively new in China. I've, I've followed a little bit of that. 
It was a joke. Oh. But it is relatively new. I know wrestling's in China. <laughs> Fucking A. Hey, man. Way to ruin a pack, man. Jag off. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, is there anything else wrestling related you want to bring up or talk about? That's all I got. I saw Jeff Hardy got knocked out by uh, Sammy Guevara. Well, that's what you get over in the uh, minor leagues. Yeah. Um, surprise, surprise, another botch. Um, oh, which, by the way, I, I saw some interview that Chris Jericho hates the word botch. Oh, really? Yeah. You know what? I hate botches. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't do it. I want to say it. Yeah, I, I understand his argument where he says, like, you're going out there performing live and everything, and sometimes things happen. And I get it. That's true. But when you drive your knee into somebody's fucking skull because you uh, you twist the wrong way or he's positioned the wrong way, somebody needs to fix something. Just saying. Yeah. You know? And <clears throat> I get that. You know, Jeff Hardy's trying to make another, you know, have one last run or try to, you know, I... I'm okay with anyone who wrestled in the 90s to be done wrestling unless they were, like, 20. <laughs> you know? If you were 30 years old before Y2K was a thing, call it a career, bro. Just, just, yeah. Uh, speaking of old people, uh, make sure you guys uh, check out the Southland Championship Wrestling Facebook page for the Mr. Bill tribute show that's happening on March 23rd. A lot of Windy City alum will be uh, in attendance, as well as a lot of uh, well-known faces around uh, independent wrestling. Um, I'm excited to actually meet and get to know some of these Windy City guys because Windy City was in uh, was way before my time, so I know very little about it. So. Um, I'm glad to uh, hopefully catch a conversation with them before they fall asleep uh, in their chair with their quilts. Um, Jesus Christ. It's fine. They're too old. They're not going to come at me. That's cool. I'll be okay. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. They're going to have their pudding and be okay. It's fine. Um, but SCW is today out in uh, Shabans, however, uh, for Love and War. I will be commentating that show once again. And, uh, yeah, if you guys... uh don't know about it, then clearly you didn't listen to this past Monday's indie show. Uh, but make sure you check out Southland Championship Wrestling on Facebook and check out their YouTube channel. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel too. We're putting these video, we're putting these podcasts out in the video form and shit over there. So make sure you are subscribed, hit that notification bell, and uh, watch our podcast. But if you don't want to watch it on YouTube, you can't listen to it on iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, Podbean. You know, just search JFW Podcast or Just Freaking Wrestling. Um, and also make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and X, just by searching JFW Podcast or Just Freaking Wrestling. Jay, that's all I got. Time to ring the bell in this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis. I'm Dizzle J. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling. The JFW Podcast. Peace.